0: <laughs> um, who doesn't know this? is the greatest, on, song in, like, greatest song in
1: like this <laughs> beautiful song. Do he says.
0: lover? <laughs> I feel like I'm in like a dentist office. <laughs> <laughs> I was just there this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Throwback. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Alright, let's get into it You know what, we've, we've played yeah. enough games today we were, <laughs> We've had so much fun talking off air Let's just get to it, <laughs> it. Alright, welcome as always Your host Harry Here with Ulysses Welcome to the Infuse Influence show Let's go Ulysses, do what you do
2: Oh man, yeah Just the talent that we bring here In addition to my co-host here We, we brought a very talented uh, local entrepreneur you know, um, a lot to say about this guy. I think one of the coolest things is that we take his experience uh, as an entrepreneur and then convert it into cannabis entrepreneur. So today we have Pete DeCaro, CEO of Resonate. Let's give him a round of oh, applause. Yes. Yes. Resonate <laughs> in the house. Thank you, thank We're you, neighbors. Thomas. What's <laughs> up, Pete? We are neighbors, <laughs> man.
1: Thank you for having oh. me, you guys. Appreciate it. Oh, of course, yeah, of course. Great to be here.
2: Yeah, no, yeah. of course. I mean, it's not too far of a drive. It's probably like what? Uh, I don't know, five-minute drive, if that. If that, know. but
1: still, any time to talk about more weed, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, for sure, for
2: sure. So I was hoping we could start off by just talking about your uh, you know, journey in cannabis, and I think what's important is to highlight, you know, you, you come from an entrepreneurship background, okay. so you're a local guy who who did it. Is, is, is
0: there any way I can cut you off real quick? Interject. Interject real quick. I've been doing this show for how long? Probably, I've probably done over...
2: 50 30 many episodes right
0: and it just hit me that like cannabis is really not the industry for competition Mm. because everyone comes here and talks to us right right and i you know because i do have two owners here right do you did you guys initially feel any type of competition before we get into what we're doing did you never uh, never community thing
2: I'll let Pete answer that first. (laughs) first. No, I mean,
1: I I think it's it's all about collaboration or at least it's supposed to be. Yeah. Right. And I think especially for a couple of local guys, it's about, you know, how do you how do you raise all ships? Right. Mm. Rising tides. And that's, that's the one thing that we preach all the time with all our partners is it's, all, it's always about rising tides. Mm. Markets are going to do what they're going to do. We, we all have an audience that we need to take care of, customers, patients that we got to take care of. Mm. The idea is we should be doing that collectively as an industry. There's just still too much for us to do. Mm. you know. It, I, and I think it strengthens us all together to, to work collectively to do it.
2: All okay? right. All right. Yeah, and I would say just from a business model perspective – I mean, they're they're growers. Pete knows what he's talking about. I walked through his facility before he started operating, and the guy knows his stuff about yeah, yeah, <laughs> about yeah. growing. And I'm just <laughs> like, I don't know growing. I like distribution. You know, <laughs> know what I'm saying? I like customers. You know, so I think at the highest level, our our models are a little bit different. Where we certainly are getting to the path of working together for sure. Right. You'll see resonate here, and you're probably gonna see major bloom on their menu too. So right. let's get it. Well, let's get it, man. You know, yeah, I'm I'm, ha- I'm happy
0: to hear that. Um, it's it's just new to see it's refreshing you know i came from a very competitive you know sales you know industry right and everyone's trying to be number one right and i feel like everyone's trying to be number one but i feel like they're trying to beat themselves right, right. versus trying to beat everybody around them they're well, trying to top their, Eric, their I, yeah. I
1: think it's a good point man i mean i've talked to a lot of people in the game and everyone i think has a a different objective a different position on that very subject right like you know is it I've heard people, you know, that the competition is is not quite as friendly. They might be, you know, located right next door, a couple of minutes right down the street. I mean, Mm -hmm. as Ulysses pointed out, we're five minutes apart. But, I mean, it's not as easy geographically to get from A to B. So, like, we have different audiences. We have different models. I mean... I love what he does here. Like I we our vibe isn't the same. And yeah. I love coming here and, and experiencing the vibe. And Absolutely. I and, and I hope like, you know, same with Ulysses, same, you man. come to our place, it's like, hey, it's a different vibe and it's all part of that cannabis family. Yeah, That's what it should come back to. Absolutely. You know? That's beautiful.
2: See, I'll tell you there's different levels to it too, man, because you got the multi state operators. And then you got like big money local guys. uh, He's a big money local guy. (laughs) Okay. okay. (laughs) And then you got and then you got us (laughs) like (laughs) scrappy, dirty. Okay. Yeah. You see, Pete. You know this floor was not as shiny. It was dirty, and I was rolling around (laughs) in here. And Pete laid some game, right? Yeah. 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 I remember that. So the reason we didn't build out down here is because he gave he gave some game. We would have probably prolonged opening had we started building out downstairs. He was like, don't do it. Just get started. <laughs> you really? <know? laughs> you okay. walked here one time. It was like, just focus on
1: upstairs. <laughs> and, 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 like, it's funny, too, because I felt bad about that. I'm like, man, here I am. I like, come no. in and I'm like, don't do this, don't do that. But right. it's. Hey, you know what? I wish I had somebody that told me those lessons right. in the beginning. No, hundred so, percent. And I learned that firsthand. Absolutely. So I'm 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 happy to see what you did here. I think the place looks great. I appreciate it. You know, it, man. You know no, there's more to come,
2: dude. That's real. Cause I, I even our, you know speaking with our GC and you know the the uh, the city inspectors you know had we put that bathroom downstairs like we would have had to do a lot more to come up the code and it would have took a lot more money a lot more times so, you were the first person to, i swear to you yeah you know well, well i appreciate that because yeah. i
0: was waiting a long time to, to work with to work <laughs> yeah. here with everybody so You've pushed it. You pushed us a little <laughs> forward, so we appreciate. That. Yeah, right. no, for
2: That's sure. Great. All right, so yeah, let's go. Let's go back to Pete, <laughs> sorry, the original about, question. You're <laughs> an entrepreneur. You come from a family of entrepreneurs. Tell, tell us about
1: that. So, you know, I'll tell you, man. My folks had a, a business that they opened back in like the '80s, '90s, mm-hmm. and I kind of tipped my hat to them. That was like their thing. Not, not really what I wanted to do for future, but you know, mm-hmm. I, you learn a lot of lessons, yeah. right? Yeah. So it was good to learn lessons. And when I jumped into this game, I mean, I didn't have, like, you know, I had, I had some support. From that I, I learned some things but you know that was five six years ago right so back then like we we're all still trying to figure this thing out a little bit in Massachusetts mm. we were lucky we got licensed but man i like the journey was long I mean mm. I went through you know trials and tribulations with partners I had people that philosophically didn't agree with everything that I, I was about what mm. I was trying to do Um, You know, a lot of people look at this industry like it's just a money play. You know, I think that there are others out there like us that look at this like it's Mm -hmm. an opportunity, opportunity to do a lot of good things, good people, help people, consumers, patients, things of that nature. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I I went through a period in time, about two years where I raised like I had to go out and raise the capital myself and, you know, family, you know, no job like, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, the deal. You, You got it all on the line. And I did that for. During this two year period I got to about the halfway mark where you know I raised enough capital to start you know you know banging some 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 you know wood banging in some nails and, and start in the process and then I got stalled and uh, sessions at the time I don't know if you remember this but attorney mm. sessions rescinded yeah. the coal memo yeah. so I was about to fund my whole project and when they rescinded the coal memo everything stopped mm. so that kicked me back about a year Wow so I had to go out and I had to raise capital and I'll tell you the one thing I'll tell you about my story, which you don't know, is that on the day that I raised all my capital, I resigned. Okay. Life. Yeah, so, get, so I, years yeah. to get to that point. And when I talk about that I had difficulty with, with partners and, and you know, people that didn't share the same attentions, I had to call my new investor coming in and say, hey, I'm out. And he looked at me and he said, what are you talking about? You're out. We just mm. funded you. We're ready to get this thing off the ground. I said, you know, sorry, just can't can't get the uh, the deal straight. We have players here that aren't willing to mm. play ball and do what they're supposed to do. And they said, well, give us about five minutes. We'll call you back. <laughs> and they called me back. And here we are. Right. So, okay. So, okay. The, so the good news is that I think anybody that you talk to in cannabis, you know, especially your story, too, like, maybe not so much the MSOs, right? Maybe mm. not so much the, the public, but especially when you talk about us local companies, there's, there is a journey, mm. there's a story, and whether or not you have some experience with construction or have certain you know, experience with, with you know, o- operating a business, mm. I don't care what experience you had, this opportunity will expand your vision, yeah, your, your yeah. skills, it'll test every ounce of your perseverance. And uh, you know that's a little bit of my story. I mean, I could take you guys down some twists and turns. <laughs> they, they were there. But um, that was probably about the craziest moment. My wife looked at me and said, you got to be kidding me. You've been doing this for this long? Right. And you're out. I said, look, I can't make people do the right thing. Mm. But when it happened after that, it was like light switch went off. I was lucky. I brought in good local partners that d- cleared every obstacle out of my way they were just like, look, we got you, we're gonna deal with all the noise, you just do your thing and build this thing out. Operate, yeah. and, that's, and that's what we did. Yeah. And it took, uh, you know, through CCC delays, it delayed us about six months, but we ended up opening the cultivation site in February 2020, mm. yeah. then the dispensary in March. Yeah. So that's why I was saying, like, I almost wish I opened the dispensary early, but right. the, the cultivation project was such a monster right, that I just right. felt I needed to get that off my off my plate, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we did that, and then 2020 was crazy. We ended up opening Cultivation Retail, and then mm-hmm. we opened our second retail store in Northampton that year. Wow. Yeah, it was nuts. Okay, so, right.
0: what, so what made nice. you choose cannabis? Out of all the things you could choose in the world, right. you chose cannabis. Why?
2: And then, and then what, what, was the, what were you doing before? I don't even know this. I'm asking genuinely,
1: asking, what were you doing before? <laughs> <Cannabis>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, waiting for cannabis. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so why did I choose it? Um, back in, you know, look, I was always back in the nineties, mm. college, UMass, um, you know, I was always a consumer. I was, I was, <laughs> uh, right. right.
0: He's VM, SPM, He's VM. Right. VM. Oh, yeah, right. yeah. I was
1: St. <laughs> Peter Mary. Yeah. You know. Oh, St. Peter. I thought yeah, you had yeah. St. John's. He, I
0: went to St. John's. He went to St. Yeah. Peter Mary. Uh, uh, the heavy rivals back in the day. Right. And, yeah, and now it's you. no Now yeah.
1: it's no longer. I was, I was disappointed. Uh, very, sad. very sad. What happened?
0: I got, a. It got like infused with another school with Holy Name, so now uh, it's called St. Paul's.
2: What? Yes. Oh, because yeah. Holy Name is no longer. Right.
0: Both of them are no longer. Now uh, it's just one school. That
1: was recent. I love the infused yeah. reference. Yeah. No, no, I <laughs> try my best. I try my <us>. best. <laughs> that, that's, that's that's good stuff. <laughs> yeah. But we're talking He's ninety-five telling. year old rivalry. Yeah. Yes. Gone. Yeah. That's After crazy. That yeah. happened, yeah. which yeah. was disappointing. Very disappointing, wow. man. Yeah. yeah that's crazy. So like. Always loved cannabis, right? You know, I was telling you guys before, like back in the '90s, college, like we we were making bubble hash, we were making rosin, we were just doing it more for a hobby because we loved the plant. Absolutely. And then, you know, after that, like I got out of school and I worked in sports. Um, I did a a couple of different jobs, IT, like you know these different industries. And and I the last place I had is I went back to work for my folks' business. You know, because I had a young family and I was traveling a lot for work. I don't want to travel anymore, so I go back and work. And I had this guy with long hair walk into my office one day saying, Hey, I want to open a cultivation center here in the building. And at the time I wasn't really paying attention to the application process, (laughs) but as soon as that hit, (laughs) I'm like, all right, yeah, yeah. Like no problem. We'll rent space to you, which gave me all the time I needed to research (laughs) what needed to happen to get, you know, make my, my mark on this. So he went through it. He didn't get a license. Baker came in anyway. So I'm like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this. I'm going to mm-hmm. throw my hat in the ring. So I, I gave notice to my job, and I was doing all the planning. And mm-hmm. July 18, I left, you know, so with, like, basically nothing. I'm just like, hey, I'll live off my savings until I pull this thing off, you mm-hmm. know? So I did that. So I was, I was operating a business. We had about 100 employees. It was manufacturing and production. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, a packaging, like, you know, paper type of, like, printing company. Um, and then we sold it. You know after that process mm. and i started doing the work for this and uh, i'll i'll never forget the day like we were sitting there and the application process was like june 30th or something and is like i think it was 2018 at the time i might be wrong but that was a deadline that we had to get it in by and i mm. drove to um mountain <laughs> dearborn and whiting mm. right Drove in, I'm like, I got to set up a nonprofit today. I, they're like, what kind of nonprofit? Oh, I'm like, cannabis nonprofit. <laughs> right. This is in the medical days. Yeah. No adult use yeah. back then. So I set it up, prepared the application. I drove it to Boston. Mm. And then 30 days later, I got a letter saying, you got invited to go to phase two. And I said, wow, this, this just got real. Yeah, mm. it's happening. Yeah, it's got real quick. That was in 18, you said? Yeah. So this, well, it was right around, se- like, I quit my job in 18. That actually, mm. I think, happened in 17, now that mm. I think about it. Mm. Um, you know, it's these years it's like one big year when you're <laughs> in cannabis right you know what i'm talking about I do. <laughs> um you know so all of a sudden i get to phase two and mm. i'm thinking wow this thing's a heavy lift mm. and i got some help you know went out found some like you know legal support and things of that nature and, and we got it done mm. and in worcester it was you it was one of four so back in the day to get the medical license you had to be vertically integrated mm. cultivation lab kitchen and retail so mm. i all the cultivation stuff was done and I didn't have a retail store. So now I, I approach the city of Worcester, mm. and I got this location on Milbury Street. We bought it outright, mm. and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, okay, what's going on? I went through the whole process, did the, the community meetings, mm. and they said, well, we haven't selected anybody yet. And that was on like a Thursday. Mm. And by Friday, the next day, three companies were selected. And I'm like, oh man, like this is, <laughs> like what's gonna happen? And I got the call on Monday, you've been selected to be number four. Oh wow. <laughs> and after that, it was like, you know, it was game on. Word, word, word. Yeah, so the, the process was, And, you know, like when you're in the early days of cannabis in any state, you just don't know what's going to happen. You don't know if you're going to get selected. You don't know if you did something right. You don't know if a regulator is going to look at your application and go, hey, there's one. You didn't cross this T. You didn't dot this I. Mm. You know, and then they they kick you out and you go to behind the line, you know, with everybody else. We weren't sure what was going to happen. But fortunately, like we made it through, I wish we were able to do it a little earlier. Um, I think we're better at it now to get into like new places and mm. open new dispensaries and mm. we're looking at expanding out of state now mm. but those early days wow I don't I don't think there was no playbook <laughs> that's all I can say you you were writing your playbook right yeah. I mean you know you went through this thing like you're writing yeah. that playbook every day I still don't think there's a playbook I mean, <laughs> right <laughs> a couple every- of SOPs that doesn't matter <laughs> <laughs> right right <laughs> Uh, okay yeah. so
2: what was some
0: of your your, your your first big hurdle once you were up and running what was your
2: first
1: oh, man, that's a good question Sorry. yeah so so we, we got it up and running and we brought in a lot of clones and we wanted to go from seed but we we couldn't because the timeline so CCC by the time we got our certificate of occupancy on both the cultivation site and the store it took the CCC 100 days to allow us to open. Mm. imagine that sat there for three and like and a half months right. just waiting for them at a public agenda, public agenda to allow us to open for after your after your final inspection yeah hundred days we waited that's weird that was a blip in time when the CCC was really slow and there were like things going on yeah so we brought in some clones and we filled the place up Okay. So we're rock and rolling like everything's looking good and One of the first big challenges, I'd say, is we had a, of course, Sunday night, Saturday night, 2 o'clock in the morning, one of our feeders on our irrigation system popped off Mm. and dropped, I don't know, 10,000 gallons of water on the tenant below us. Yeah. That was, was again, one of those dark days. (laughs) (laughs) So I had the tenant... And they came up they said well we want to see what happened i'm like well you can come up and see it was just a faulty install like mm. the install actually was correct but there was this one little little tiny hose that popped mm. and when i tell you this thing was a quarter of an inch in size and it ran for 12 hours and just let the water go wow so it walked that's in crazy. about 100 grand worth of damage Fucking um man. yeah i mean that's it but you know what that's just again A business. One one <laughs> of about hundred. We never had the problem that happened again. Okay, but you know you, you're installing it on the cultivation side like these go. So in this mm. case, it went, and you know that was one of the the, the big hurdles that we had early on, almost stopped us. You mm. know, landlord tenants like they wanted to shut us down, cease and desist orders. And That's I'm like, crazy. I'm like I got plants. Like they got to eat. What, was, what were the tenants below? Hopefully it wasn't like computer systems or shit. It something. was even worse, it was a paper company, basically. Oh, oh man. <laughs> right. So it was
2: $100,000 including the damages downstairs? Yeah, all in.
1: That's crazy, man. So that was while you were waiting for the CCC? So that was right after we finally got open. And that was like, right. we weren't even, harv- I don't even think we were harvesting yet, yeah. when that happened. That's so we're good. like great we're still waiting for revenue like you know i mean right. granted the retail store was open but trying to get our product out to market right, and, right. and we ran into that snag um but the good news is once we got open beyond that i mean we had a couple other like major like equipment issues mm. and when i say major I, I don't mean something that necessarily broke just you know whether it's a leak or something like that that occurred mm. but excuse me things started to sail You know, when we really started to dial it in pretty quickly, Mm. you know, um, it was just really kind of getting through the first phases of construction and getting all the capital in and Mm. managing all those milestones. That was probably the hardest part of the project. Once we got moving and, you know, we started cultivating and really started harvesting our flower, then things really took off for us. Mm. We had some great, we had some phenomenal strains to kick off. Oh well, you're talking about the strains. Let's go. How'd you, Let's how'd, you, how'd you kick it off? What'd you kick it off with? Yeah, so we, I had a, you know, if you remember how to answer this question. <laughs> <laughs> and these are, and these are the clones that you brought in, right? The clones that we brought in. Right, right, so right. can we can we talk about something
2: real quick? <laughs> right. Just real quick, real quick. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, and this is some game that I got not only from Pete for some other cultivators. There's a point where you basically have to bring in stuff to grow, right? And let's just talk about the legality behind it. (laughs) Right. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. Because it's, you know, you have to get it from somewhere, right? Yeah. We don't have have to ask you where you got it from, but, like, wherever you get it from, whether it's international or over state lines, you know, you basically have a government body turning their their back and saying, okay, just bring in this material. So I always think it's funny with the cultivation because there's this grace period that the state literally gives you to, like, bring in what you need to bring in so that you can... Basically, you know, start your first harvest, yeah, so. yeah. but that's
1: perpetual, though, too, though, isn't it? So, so yeah, yeah, it is, and it's Cause a, you can bring
2: in new, new genetics.
1: And, and it's a great question, because uh, we have basically 90 days <coughs> when they, they first open up, so the state will say, right, 90 days you bring it in. We don't know where it's coming from, and we're not going to ask. Right. <laughs> you just bring it in. So uh, I was in a vehicle, <laughs> moving. Uh, it took us three or four trips. Mm-hmm. And we moved about three to 4,000 clones. Yeah, that's insane. Wow. And, and, <laughs> yeah. and moms. Wow. Like in the middle of winter. Uh, and I, I said to my team, I'm like, look, we've gotten this far. Like, I'm driving the truck. <laughs> and they're like, well, what do you mean you're driving? You get caught. Like, this. Right. I'm like, well, look, I'm not. I'm not going to let one of my staff All right. like get it, caught either. Yeah. Right. I said, if this is the last hurrah of, of <laughs> right, this is the last, Dude, you know, kind of major good. movement. I'm like, I got this. Yeah. This is on me. Right. Checked every directional, every brake light, <laughs> every windshield wiper. I right? made sure that van was operating completely perfectly. So it was on the East Coast then. It was on the East Coast. Yeah. <laughs> so we went, uh, picked up the two to three thousand. Right. Drove the speed limit from here to there, and and unloaded all of this, and uh, we got them in their rooms. And man, like that's when it just, like I said, it just took off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's
0: yeah. weird. Yeah. All right. Well, we're we're just about at the time uh, at the time at the, to- at the okay. halfway point. Word. Word. So we'll take a quick commercial break, and we'll come right back. Sweet, sweet. All, all right. right. Thank you.
2: Cool. Was that the fourth?
0: All right, and thank you for listening to Infuse Influence, uh, podcast curated That's in Major Bloom. Yeah. Um, welcome to the second part of the episode with Pete DeCaro.
2: Let's go. Resonate in Let's the go. house. <laughs> yeah. So we had, we had left off, Pete, at uh, your, your contraband trip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, So those are some of the first, you know, 3,000 three, 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 three you
1: said. in? 3,000. All right, three yeah. 3,000 so, clothes we brought in. Man. Man. So what, what kind of strains did you have for the... We had, so some of our flagship ones today, so we had Sunday Sunset. Sunday Sunset. Sunday, okay. um, lava cake. Those, those were two of our originals. That. Lava cake was Lava good. cake was really good. You guys still growing lava cake? Still growing lava okay, cake. Okay, okay. I mean, that, like, we, we, that can never come off the I think the you menu. gifted I mean, me that. I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I got to gift you a little bit more. You'll, you'll like some, <laughs> of, you'll right, like some of the new yourself. stuff that's coming out. Um, we had, those two, we had a Colorado Chem. That like absolutely loved this strain. It just grew smaller nugs. It was a climber. Mm. Mm. The one fino that we had, but when you worked in it, you were covered with oil from Mm. your hands to your elbows, like just sticky Sticky. resin (laughs) covered in oil. Loved the strain. Okay, phenomenal terpene like profile on it. We had a tangerine dream, which was a a great sativa high tester. Mm. Um, Those four were part of the originals. God, I'm trying to think of like the other ones that we had. A lot of them didn't make it. We had a Slurricane, which was great. Um, we had a Cat piss, <laughs> brought that in, which is like cat a Sativa piss. strain, okay. really, really nice effect. And then we brought in like the ones that we kind of had in our, you know, in our treasure chest, right? So we brought in our old Blue Dream. Mm. So that's been in the wheelhouse for about ten years amongst my team members. Mm. Great Blue Dream. We brought in a Strawberry Banana Lemon, which was a unique sh- Strawberry Banana and a Lemon cross. Mm. Um, high testing sativa. Uh, And I'll tell you, like the early days, we we brought in these, we brought in the clones. And I remember we had like 600 to 700 plants on a bench with 10 benches in a room. Mm. And you talk about the canopy and how it took off, like all environmentally controlled. This stuff just, it just blew up. Mm. So th- and, and we were lucky, like we had early success. So we ran some of these strains through and we passed our test results. and We're like, OK, we're on to some stuff, mm. you know, and we went through our trials and tribulations like we, we had strains that didn't work. We had some that we really liked, but just weren't commercially friendly. Um, there was there was a couple more that we had. Oh, God, um, there was one we just we couldn't keep the mom going. They just mm. again commercially wouldn't work and then what's funny is we learned that we were keeping moms and usually if you had a mom plant you could keep a mom plant going for right, right. forever right? right like keep going six months a year if you needed to and our moms were growing so fast we would have these tree trunk branches mm. that would just split because they weren't strong enough to hold it and they were uh, growing at such a rampant rate yeah, yeah. that we ended up like now we flip our moms like every couple of months just to keep them fresh and keep the genetics, right. you know, good. But like we, we learned a great deal in those in those early days. Um, mm-hmm. The slurricane, God, a few of the others they'll come to me, of course, at like yeah. two in the morning. So right.
2: let me let me ask you, let me ask you, because for for me here, like I, I love producing product. I love getting in bulk flour and making a decision on what we're gonna do with it, and you know what I mean. Like, are you are you more on the cult? Do you love cultivation? You like retail? You like manufacturing? Like, what's your favorite aspect of the business
1: that's a great question i think i mean i like i enjoy all aspects because i like the sales part i like dealing with people right right but what i've found is that the cultivation and production right keeps drawing me in right right because i mean it's just we're always re- we're releasing new things all yeah. the time but the hard thing about retail is you don't see that right right because we're popping strains, like we got these chem dogs going now that, that look phenomenal, and we hmm. got these uh, th- these che- uh, couple of cheese strains, and like I was telling you, we, we got some phenomenal ones going on. Well, that's new, so we're seeing that. In the, in the lab, we're doing bubble hashes, and rosins, and hmm. sauces, and diamonds, so like all the time we're seeing all these new products come out. Right. So that draws a lot of my attention away from retail, Right. but in my opinion, it's the only way to know your customers and your patients you know, mm. it is is to be on the retail floor, right? Right. I mean, talking to people to me, it's it's one of the best ways of staying on top of the industry. Yeah, yeah. If uh, you had know. a choice, <laughs> I'd prob I'd probably lean. If I had a choice, oh man, that's a tough one. If I had a choice, it's gotta be cultivation. It, it probably on. would be. It's, <laughs> yes, God, it's Gotta be cultivation. I mean, yeah. I feel like
0: cultivation is the easy answer because it's the thing that no one really right gets to normally experience. Right. Right. Like. I'm pretty sure everybody has a decent sales background here, so everyone sells all day. No, I understand that, but who gets to just walk around and just like see these things just grow and just turn into the stuff that you you know digest? So it's like it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, Yeah,
1: and like we we take we like view ourselves as as craft cultivators, you know. Mm. We're not the MSO, right? Mm. But we're not you know a very small startup either like Mm. we came out of the gate like this mid-size right maybe mid to large size cultivator
2: local big money that's what i Uh, classify i
1: I mean (laughs) so that's what we did so when you when you we go through that like we're not it's not just all about how can we get as much product to the streets about how can we put out the best product like the resonate brand is everything us. right you know And, and you can't say you do it right 100% of the time but you could say that you work to do it right and my staff feels that way because we all kind of have that chip on our shoulder right probably a little bit like you like i'm the local guy you know i'm we didn't come from california we didn't come from colorado we came Mm. from grafton hill right Right. you know and and yeah worked the way up and learned a lot of things along the way but i like to show that i feel like massachusetts sometimes gets a little bit of a, a, a bad you know look from like other states you know or especially if you go out west it's like well what do they know on the east coast but Mm. like so to us like we take a great deal of pride in knowing that we're going to put out stuff that's going to compete nationally like Mm. that's that's what what we do day Mm. in day out that's how we feel about it so to me like that's why i can sit next to you and have a talk about it because like the retail is important right but what's more important is that we get the right products Products, out to the consumers and and the patients right top of the supply chain that's it you know? yeah.
2: i mean you're even cold, you're even crafting your own genetics at this point right right so it's like where, where else can you go when you you're making your own genetics that's a yeah. starting point yeah. i mean you look at some major brands like you know cookies is a brand that just made their way onto the east coast but they started with genetics and then marketing came after that consumers came after genetics you know what i mean right so you're on the right path
1: <laughs> you know it's a, it's a journey like i i, I mm. you know and, and i'm not looking at it like hey what's going to happen this year I'm you know, we're thinking two, three years ahead. Absolutely. You know, and, yeah. and like dude, this is what we're out here doing, right? Like yeah. but how do we forge You know, good relationships, like, you know, how do you continue to do that across the state? Mm -hmm. Everyone's going to do things a little bit different, you know, but, you know, to me, it's a matter of can we do the right thing? Because it's the right thing to do, which is kind of ironic when you think we came up through an industry that was illegal, right? right, right, right. (laughs) So what's our definition of doing the right thing, right? But it's it's a matter of working with good people, Mm -hmm. you know, that share that same philosophy that it's not just all about, you know, putting weed on a shelf. It's about putting high quality products out Mm. that's going to appeal to Those that have a smaller budget and those that have a bigger budget that might Mm. want something else, right? Mm, mm. You know? But yeah, without a doubt, like to go in a cultivation and to see. You know, like my wife, she gets all mad. I go, I'm like, I, I went and saw the girls today. <laughs> you know, she's like, why do you talk like that? I'm like, I mean, I love my girls. I, I I'll see them as often as I can. She's <laughs> like, why do you smell? Is that perfume? <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> What's that on your, on your jacket? Are <laughs> like, you sure there's not somebody in Douglas you want to see? I'm like, nah, no, my <laughs> girls, all my girls are my moms. That's all I want to see. <laughs> all right. So
0: tell me this. I'm sure you've been asked this question before why the name resonated. Ooh, yeah, that's a great yeah. question.
1: So we sat around a table and I had my management team there and we were Medicinal Alternatives. And mm. that was the name that I picked at the, the lawyer's office before I left because I, I didn't even have a name picked for the company yet, Okay, mm. right? And we were medical. So I'm like Medicinal Alternatives, boom, put it in the application. Now, like we go through this process and, the, and we build out the team and it's like, well, wait a minute, I, this isn't who we are right? Mm -hmm. Like, so what, what is resonate all about? So the whole concept came up when we were sitting around we said, okay, who are we, who do we want to be? And resin was the play on, on the words, Mm -hmm. right? It was the plant resin, but for us, it was about, well, we are going to be the highest quality producer of resin based products, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Of cannabis products. That's, that's our first mission. So what does that mean? Right? That means that if we're not happy with the product. The product doesn't go to market, right? We're pulling it off the shelves. If I've got to eat it, if I've got to lose money on it, that's what I'm going to do first, right? We have to put out high quality products. And then the next one was like, well, all right, but how, how are we going to get out to market with this mission that we have, right? And what, like, who do we want to be? So we, we were just kicking around and we're like, God, like what we want is we want people from all walks of life, right? Ages, demographics, And this was all happening at a time when socially we're so divided, Mm. right? And like I said, I'm a Worcester guy. Like, this is where I grew up. So to me, like, I really did not like socially what was happening. And I felt Mm. Resonate was the idea that we can produce something of a high quality that any walk of life should be able to agree with. Mm. If we can create one common platform and create unity on one common platform, everyone can resonate with that. Yeah. And that's how, that's how we built the platform, you know? So to me as an individual, it was a matter of, I looked at this thing and I said, okay, what's important to me is always a quality piece, right? Mm-hmm. So I can hit on that. And then the next piece was like, this is, you know, my city. This is what I want. I, I want to build a company kind of in that spirit and kind of, you know, in my essence of how I grew up and, you know, like, yeah, I, I went, I, I might've went to, 12 different schools from elementary school to high school, right? Folks bounce around. Like, I mean, I was in Oxford, I went to Rice Square. I went to like, I went to all these, I went to Quabbin. I oh, went wow. to St. Peter's like, yeah, I was all over the place, right? So everywhere I went, like I met different people, made different connections, and, and I still keep in touch with people from all these areas. So to me, it was really about, this is the essence of what I want. And I'll tell you, like, I, it's, it's hard to push that campaign. Mm-hmm. You know, because, yeah, you could put out quality cannabis all day and it gets lost in that. But to really walk the walk and get people to understand that that's what the brand is all about mm-hmm. is it's, it's a challenge, you know, to be able to do that and reinforce that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you have people coming in the stores that they don't understand that that's what we're trying to do. So I the, the local community and the local market was always like the most critical thing to me. Like, I want to make sure we do it right in our backyard first. You know, and, and kind of like you, I mean, again, mm-hmm. you, you come up and it's like you build this, like you want people to look at what you're doing here and say, look, look what we can accomplish. Right. And that's why we go back out to the market. We talk to people and we say, Hey, how can we help? You know, mm-hmm. like I've got more than one person that, you know, I've, I've tried to bring in this cannabis game to help launch their businesses. Like that's what I know you do, which, you know, I applaud you for that, you know, and that's what, what I try to do. It's all about, it is about that community. Cause thing is like I feel like people look at us as business leaders and they they think like we're disconnected or mm. you know we we are in this ivory tower like that's the kind <laughs> of the joke we use in Worcester like we're not in the ivory tower like we are in the trenches with this thing and you know this is what we care about like I coach football I coach baseball in Millbury like you know to me like it's about you know how do you get that community to rally around you and, and to build that brand that hey this is something that's okay it's not a problem, it's not negative. Your grandmother can have some of this, she's not gonna get hurt, right? And, and how do we kill that stigma? Like that, you know, and I'll give you an example of one of the things that we did this past year. Like, I took the lock off the door. What door? Right, a front door to the dispenser, um. right? Like you did, which again, give yeah, you a lot yeah. of credit for. A lot of dispensaries don't do that. Mm. They'll leave you out in the cold. Well, well we buzz in. <laughs> right. we see your ID. <laughs> I had employees that came back to me and said, why are you doing that? Like, we, we shouldn't be doing that. And, and I get it. Like, safety, like, there's yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah. of that, you know, whole new industry type of thing. Mm-hmm. And I went back, and I'm like, what do you mean? That's our responsibility. Like, mm-hmm. we have to show the public and the people that what we've done here is something incredible mm-hmm. like you take advantage of an incredible opportunity you built something and now we need people to come in and, and you know mm-hmm. enjoy the fruits of, a, of that labor
2: yeah you also don't have a vestibule area like we do <laughs> so yeah this was, was the first time I when i'm like oh Yo, you just see everything in here <laughs> <laughs> for us we man we had freaking i think two or three ods this week <laughs> you know just right outside so oh yeah you know you get to this side of the Mid-Berry Street. it's a little a little bit different um, we're, working, we're, yeah, we're, working, we're, working we're working on cleaning it, it cleaning up the community. Yeah, literally, literally cleaning literally, it up, literally, literally. Yeah, literally. out there
1: too. <laughs> well, let me well, tell you, the other uh, side of Milbury Street, exactly, not this much better. <laughs> oh no, but I, I
2: thought you were talking about Kelly's uh, on the other side of Kelly Square, man. Oh. Like that gets me that, like, as soon as you go past Kelly Square, you know, there's no trash on the ground. They're, they're, they're <laughs> working like, their the way
0: down <laughs> here. They're working their way down I don't, here. But we did just talk about, you know, communities i am a big proponent of you know um expungement clinics i'm quietly Mm. working on one i've been talking to ulysses about it yeah yeah. and um what are some things that you guys have been doing or have you know are planning on doing to you know help your community around yourself
1: yeah Mm. so i do a lot i've been doing a lot more lately with the friendly house okay Mm. um you know my son is playing for ike okay yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) ike mcbride um, are you playing basketball? Yeah, nice yeah, though. my son's a hooper and he, he's a player. Like unlike me, I mean, I'm a football guy, but the kid can play. Okay. So, like he's over there and and uh, like I I mean, I'm to me coming up as a coach, like that's what matters to me. Like mm-hmm. I was I was a single dad. I understand like put myself through college, like I understand the, the struggles that people go through, right? So, to me helping families that need help is always more important. So, I always gravitate towards those. So friendly house, like when we did the farmer's market, like they, we made a donation to them as a percentage of sales. Um, We have a couple other things that we're doing now, like with our cappuccino line. um, That is is highlighted that we we did in collaboration with Cappadonna, where we're looking at making a percentage of those sales to the friendly house Mm -hmm. on an ongoing basis. Uh, We supported Fresh Start 508. I don't mm. know if you're familiar with Derek Kaiser Derek, he, yeah, yeah. Yeah, here in the city. So mm. Derek has a mission to help uh, felons to not yep. Uh And we did a, a, a brief campaign with him, helped raise some money for his nonprofit. Um, so that was another thing. We supported the Massachusetts uh, Recreational Cannabis Council, mm. the MRCC, which helps to expunge um, mm. convictions, uh, as well as help raise awareness around you know, areas of disproportionate impact and mm. things of that nature. So we did that. Um, There's some other things that we've done out in the Boston area uh, and some things that we've done in the Northampton area as well. So those are projects like, oh, and I'm sorry, I'd be remiss if I I didn't mention this, but we also partnered up with the Sheriff's Office in Worcester Mm. and and the Mass Pirates. Those two campaigns. Shout out to Champion Pirates. (laughs) You know, like it was a real interesting thing for us because people think that we were doing that to raise, you know, like to be at the games and it, mm. but that's not what the campaign was about. What it was about was number one: hey, we have to let professional athletes use cannabis. Let's start with that. Let's mm. sponsor a team. So we came out and said we're going to do this because it's a right again, the right thing to do. People need to stop the mm. negative stigma. So we did that, and then that as part of that program, we were supposed to go out to the community, food drives, coat drives. Mm. That's all what that was about. And with the sheriff's office. We did the same thing. It was so we've done senior center presentations. uh, We've we've done food drives. We've done coat drives um, all to help those in need around central Massachusetts. Now, a lot of this is not it's well beyond above and beyond what's required of the CCC. Mm. But this is our backyard like this. This is what cannabis is supposed to do. Right. Mm. It's supposed to help those that have been you know, disproportionately impacted. Mm. So we're walking the walk on that front. And the other piece that we've done is our company's over 50% diverse. Mm. And we have close to 100 employees. So that's, you know, I've seen other people come into the market and say, well, we're 35 and we're 40. And, Mm. you know, hey, listen, that's great. And that's a start, right? Mm. But there's two measures that we use internally as part of our plan. One is what is our overall diversity? And then number two, how have we moved those that are diverse into management positions mm. so that we have a diverse management team as well. So, you know, to me, like that's, that's the fun part of this game. We we do so much heavy lifting mm. to get to the day-to-day ops that when you can give a little something back to me, that's kind of like the, Hey, you know what? We've made it. We've, mm. we've gotten to this point. That's, that's rewarding.
0: Yeah. That, that's, that that's incredible. You know, like everything you're saying from the diversity to even just, you know being a coach you know mm-hmm. and you're giving to all the communities I you know, went to amherst you know northampton um you know so it's, it's, it's impressive you know, I, I like that for, for sure for sure yeah,
2: pete's working <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: listen man i'll tell you i'm 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 47 you know I, like i love the industry I, yeah. i've had people say you know that god it's such a business and it's mso's and it's corporate greed and i hear all these and and i feel like too many times we focus on all the wrong things mm-hmm. right like Number one, the, the power of the plant, all that it offers, the collaboration, everything in the spirit of what cannabis used to be. to me, like I, I enjoy that I, I, I mean mm. that's the fun part of this game. You're like you don't want to get too far from that, because right. if you do, in my opinion, you begin losing sight of, of you know, of, of what the mission is, yeah. Okay. Yeah. you know
2: All
0: right, mm. well, w- I usually ask this question every time someone comes here, so I'm going to ask it now. What is your favorite thing to consume in cannabis?
1: Ooh. I'm a flower guy. Okay. Flower, okay. Yeah.
0: I'm I like a, a traditionalist. I like a traditionalist. Yeah. List. Listen, I, what I, you, I, what,
2: how are you consuming it though?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: all right, Pete's got all his right, ball. Right. <laughs> so listen, listen. No,
1: no, no. I'm a blunt guy through ah, and through. Okay, like that okay. is Let's listen up for the right, right, I right, blunts.
0: Right, I'm a paper guy myself. So yeah, are though, you? I gotta, oh no,
1: I'm by myself. on yeah, blunts, yeah, bro. <laughs> bro.
0: <laughs> Duchess
2: down the middle. <laughs> right. Where is it? What, what kind of blunts I was bro? old school. I was Phillies, man. All right, all right. We Phillies. I was all Phillies. you are a little younger than us, Pete.
1: The day it was. So, yeah, flower. you know, it's funny, too, because I've, I've tried, like, the vapes came up and, like, you know, the concentrates, and I like the edibles and all that stuff, but First choice all day long is flower Flour. Okay. General, okay. Uh, yeah,
0: I like. I like to hear that. I like to hear that. Flour <laughs> guy. Flower guy myself. So I appreciate you just that. You smoke your joints. That's all I do. Nah, no, I feel I you
2: do. though. I only. I don't smoke blunts anymore, bro.
0: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's just, I do my little joint and then go home and that's, that's it. I do, I take well, a well,
1: nap. You, you got to cut back on the blunts after. Yeah. <laughs> it's you know, been years. Let's be honestly. honest, right? I mean, that's <laughs> what it was. It was stuffing oh, black and miles. And right. Right. And then
2: Dutch's Phillies here occasionally. You know the games. We still got
1: people here That smoke
2: games, dude. Yeah. It's tough stuff. I mean, Worcester
1: is a blunt city though, man. I mean, that's how it always was. Pretty scary. It's pretty scary. (laughs) Um, So,
0: you know, I try to give you the last word. What are some of the things that you would love for you? You know, people who are listening to know Mm. about your company, know about yourself and some things you have coming moving forward.
1: And Mm. yeah, that's great, man. Thank you. Um, You know, look, to me, it, it starts with the local. It starts with the mass Massachusetts-owned and operated. Like I, you know, I always ask everybody, let's let's support our locals, let's support Major Bloom, let let's support Resonate in any way we can. Let's find you know collaborations in it. Like you know, we're here to do the right things in the community. Like and, and Pete, we, what are, what are we doing together, Pete? Buddy, we got to get some bulk going here. Okay. Um, you know, what are we, we doing we, for these guys? Right. Here? So I, you know, I, I think. I, I think you and I, I gotta put our heads together. I got, right, I got right, a couple right, ideas. We'll it, I, I think we'll we could it. play with some infused I'll, flour.
0: I'll, I'll come to the tour and I'll let you know what's the good stuff. You know, all right. I'll let you know what the good <laughs> stuff and we'll, we'll try,
1: you know, figure ah, something out. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I mean so you know and i think that's the advantage right let's find mm. ways where we can we can do something where it's going to be exclusive you can buy it here at major bloom absolutely it's a resonate product i'm all for that like
2: delivery let's not forget about delivery delivery we, we won't resonate in our trunks yeah yeah keep yeah. it very traditional that's, that's <laughs> <why>. keep that <laughs> truck full don't yeah. you worry about that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you won't need it it's a coop we got a coop talk about we got a coop <laughs> <Pete. Yeah. laughs>
1: <laughs> we gotta work on that <laughs> oh, right. you can borrow it's my not. truck <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we might need to <laughs> but uh oh. i think what's hot is we got we, we have a number of different lines like this is probably the most activity we've had in launching new products Mm. so we launched a multi-pack of pre-rolls called happy hour okay um and it is a a lineup of different strains all meant to give you that like non-face it's not a face melting experience it is a pick me up midday end of shift maybe for those patients beginning a shift whatever uh but like that's th- the happy hour is intended to do just that be happy. And it's, it's, and then we have a, another line of pre-rolls coming out called spark. Okay. And those are our, that's more of our signature strains. That's, okay. where, that's where you're going to find the more experienced consumer. Heavy hitters. Uh, 30, heavy hitters. 30% of, or what? Yeah, we, we've had eight, I think eight strains test over 30% mm-hmm. so far in our wheelhouse. And like the stuff that we have coming out now is I think still bet our best stuff mm. Because now it's the diversification. The number of strains we're coming out with now is crazy. But on the edible side, we have our remix chocolate bars. Remix. Yeah. I mean, so we have a milk, a dark, and a white, all made with live resin. I don't know anybody in the market that's, that's using full that's spectrum live resin. Yeah, yeah, it's it's in the chocolate is top shelf. It is pure chocolate. It's not coating. It's good for it. Everything mm. we're gonna do is gonna be good for people, right? Mm. So that's one of the the highlights. Cappuccino strain that we're launching in collaboration with Cappadonna from the Wu Tang Clan. I mean, that's that's shout hap- out to the Wu, that's, yeah, yeah shout yep, out to, to the, the Wu. Wu. That's yeah. that's popping in like the next thirty days, forty five days. Okay. Um, nice pouch, beautiful. Like I, I, we're gonna have some nice like codes buried in there, so like there'll be some messages coming from Cap himself. We have some uh, some videos that we're gonna be launching in the okay. next like thirty days. So that's pretty exciting. Um, and then like our concentrate line, like if mm. you're familiar with concentrates. We're a hydrocarbon extractor, so we're coming out with all live products, live resin, rosin, shatters, waxes, mm. batters, bubble hashes. I mean, and we're doing solventless. I mean, you got to see this stuff when you, when, when you yeah. guys come out again. Like, that mm-hmm. first visit was good, but now, like, everything's clicking. And, yeah, yeah. and, you know, with all these new products coming out, it's exciting. We're doing a, uh, a, just a chocolate pop, the remix, the full remix line. We have a barbecue sauce coming out. Oh wow! (laughs) called space dog okay yeah so we got some hot sauces (laughs) some barbecue (laughs) sauces it's coming out in that mix so yeah we're uh this will all be within like the next 90 days absolutely so we're gonna you know ulysses and i gonna put our hat on we're gonna figure out some some of these items that we can launch here yeah you know and uh you know get it going man yeah
2: Yeah.
0: you have anything else to
2: say man uh, other than being exciting to, to launch a product alongside resonate and definitely hit the streets um you know for those who are listening in their car you know, live outside, you know, maybe 20 miles, you know, 30 miles away from us. You know what I mean? We can definitely reach you guys with great products. So looking forward to it for sure, Pete. Yeah. Yeah, you got to get people out here to see it, man. It's a great place. What Let's you did here, love it. Oh, I appreciate it. Appreciate it. And this is uh, Infuse Influence.
0: Thank you, man. Uh, thank you again, Pete. Thank Let's you. Go. Have a good one, guys.